The Ladies at UX Amsterdam Mentorship Program is sponsored by the UX Design Institute, and you can find our special link in the show notes to grab yourself a 200 euro discount. Welcome to the second episode of our podcast. Today we have a large group with us over here, a mix of mentors and mentees, but we'll start with uh, mentee-related questions. And maybe we can do a quick round of introductions. Sophia, would you like to take it away? Yeah. Hey, my name is Sofia. I'm from Brazil and I have been working with UX designers for three years. I currently work in a company called Grasby in Amsterdam. And I have been part of the Ladies That UX community since 2018. And I have just to, I'm grateful to be part of that because it helped me a lot to grow my career in this program and everything. I, I'm really glad to be here today. I'm Sabrina. I'm one of the co-organizers of uh, Ladies at UX. I'm from Spain and currently I'm living in Amsterdam and working at Kubloom as a senior UX designer for almost three years. Hello, my name is Daria. I'm a product designer. I recently joined Mendix. I'm here as a mentee, like I used to participate in a mentorship program before. My name is Agata. I'm uh, one of the co-organizers of Ladies at UX. I'm also a product designer at a company called Relief, and uh, I'm originally from Ukraine, and I was a mentee and a mentor uh, last year. It's me, Buket. I'm a user researcher. I was shortly before working at a startup, and right now I'm helping with the mentorship program. Last year, I was a mentee, and for this year, I'm Menti again. That's great. Um, and my name is Ejesu. As the only one on this call who has not been a mentee so far, I will be the one asking the questions and listening to all the answers and experiences. So um, just to kick things off, I'm curious, what were your expectations when you first joined the mentorship program? I joined the mentorship program in 2019. I bachelor degree in communication multimedia uh, from University in Brazil. But I have never worked with UX, so the mentorship program uh, helped me to build my portfolio. Uh, I have a mentor who could help me. How can I apply the best approach using UX design and learning uh, tools? And it was really helpful to build a solid portfolio. I, for the program, I had a UX case that uh, I said, I will take this UX case for the program. So it was really uh, nice. I also learned a lot about research. I didn't learn on my studies, like in doing courses. Uh, I learned about how to measure success, about the strategic key. So it's really helpful to have someone from the marketing two times in a month to talk about and help you to build your, your project and your challenge. I joined uh, last year as a mentee, uh, mainly because I wanted to, to learn more about uh, UX research because in, at my company, we are mostly designers and I get a lot of feedback on design, but I would also like to receive some feedback on the research part that I do at Kubloom. So the mentorship program really helped me uh, on that to receive a lot of feedback on my work on really clear next steps on how I can improve. I joined mentorship program as a mentee because I, want, I was expecting and I hope that uh, I could uh, receive some feedback from more senior designer as uh, I was working mostly like a solo designer in, in small companies. So for me, it was important to understand how can I develop my career further, what uh, skills I'm lacking on because I couldn't get this feedback from my team. 
So I really needed some expert uh, from the outside uh, helping me evaluate my skills. Yeah, for me, it was totally different from the previous experiences because uh, for me, it was a real career switch. So I really needed someone to help me, to guide me into the UX design field. So in that sense, I was expecting my mentor to inspire me in this field. And that's what he did, actually. We built up a portfolio together. I had some projects, but I didn't have a portfolio website, for example. So the first thing was for me to create a portfolio website, get some uh, design feedback uh, from senior designers, and also just get inspired. <laughs> yeah, for, for the first time I joined mentorship program, I think in 2018 as well, I was uh, back then promoted to the lead design position and I had no idea what I was doing. So I really needed someone to like, who is way more senior than me, who would help me with all the questions I had, because I had like really great hopes for my company, for them to have a more senior designer, but uh, well, that didn't happen. So you have to search for someone on the side. That was a really nice experience. That's great. Uh, thank you all for sharing. This sounds like quite a wide umbrella, but then again, that's kind of the point of the mentorship program that if you need to build up your portfolio then we can find someone to help you with that or if you are already pretty good at one aspect of ux but of course ux contains multitudes so you need to learn about a different aspect that's possible or if you are looking to improve your leadership skills and how to lead a team manage meetings and so on and dividing the tasks that's also possible so it's great to hear about the different approaches so next up i have a bit more of a timely question Last year, when we were preparing the mentorship program, we intended to have all these events and workshops, and it was going to be great. And then, of course, we all know what happened with the pandemic. Um, so everything went remote. And it looks like this year, once again, 99% certain everything will be remote with the mentorship program. So I think it would be great for people that are new to the program to hear about your experiences from this past year. So what was that like? What were the challenges that you faced? Can anyone of you share some maybe? Well, honestly, I wasn't really uh, affected by that because my mentor was uh, based in Malta. So instead of having meetings once every two weeks, we were having meetings every week. Um, in that sense, he was really keeping track of my progress. Yeah, helping me along the way. I didn't really have any challenges <laughs> well then you were very lucky uh, because yeah. for me it did affect me uh, i participated also the previous year in the mentorship program uh, and i prefer to meet people in person in general to work but also to receive feedback uh, because for me it changed a lot so last year was a surprise that i couldn't uh, meet uh, my mentor uh, in person and at the beginning was a bit challenging also to keep the motivation because we were already spending like eight hours in front of the screen for work. So then this was happening, of course, after work. Uh, but I think my mentor make it very easy because we, we really click together. So then we became friends. And then it was not only about work, it was just a nice time to talk uh, with someone to help me out. We really prepared the meetings in advance. So it was clear what we wanted to discuss and I could prepare in advance, but also, sometimes my mentor could prepare the feedback that she wanted to give me in advance. So then the meetings were also short, like 30 minutes to one hour max. Um, and then, yeah, that way we keep it interesting, I think. Okay, if there are no additions, um, I think this is probably also a good point to mention that 
normally when setting up the mentorship program in the applications, we do ask mentors and mentees their preferences, both about something like giving feedback, whether you want it direct or indirect, what you react best to, but also whether people prefer to meet in person or online. And this year, of course, everything, almost everything had to be online, but we did hear from some matches that they did go out for walks outside, maybe in a park meeting from a distance. So if it happens that you live close to your mentor mentee, this could still be an option. But of course, we also advise you to be safe about that. So Sabrina already touched a bit on my next question, which is about the calls that you are having and how do you structure them to make sure that you get the most out of it? Yeah, probably I can follow up with maybe more details. And we kept like a Google Drive document together. So I was putting there maybe the questions that I wanted to, to ask her or maybe the topics. And then sometimes I was also sharing documents with her to receive feedback. And sometimes she was giving the feedback directly in the call, but also sometimes it was um, outside the call. So maybe she would add some comments and then we could discuss the feedback that I received during the call to maybe ask more clarification questions or more details about it. And so it was basically about that really very collaborative way of uh, working. Not a lot of a structure because this document now looks like a mess, I would say, <laughs> but at least uh, both of us could use the same document. So I think that really helped us. Yeah, we also had the same, not a Google Drive, but uh, we had a shared Notion file and indeed we were just keeping track of the progress there. Yeah, for every meeting, I was just checking the list, you know, what I had to do. And then during the meeting, we would just discuss that. And at the end, there would be more tasks for me to prepare for, for the next meeting. Yeah, with uh, one of my mentees, we used to have a Notion file as well. Uh, for, for the project we've been working on and for another one there was a Trello board. But I think usually like the biggest part of the like structuring and preparation to the meeting is just like doing your homework, uh, both as a mentor and as a mentee, like whatever the, this is. Definitely, I totally agree with this. Absolutely. And of course, we always advise specifically the mentees to be proactive in their communication and we have a mentor who is giving you their time, so make sure you show up ready to those calls, whether that's completing tasks that will get you closer to your goal or just knowing that it's not gonna be 30 minutes of chit chat, but that you both get some value out of it. And that brings us nicely into goals. Of course, if you are joining the mentorship program, this year we have two tracks, a short one and a long one, uh, the mentorship classic, but in either case, you need to have a goal and you all hinted at them a little bit at the beginning as well, but it would be great to hear a bit more about what your goals were and how you strived towards them. For me, my goal was to create a new case study structure based on the insights that I, I got from my mentor. And it was really nice because it's one of my projects that I developed in my portfolio that I'm most proud about it because I learned so many new frameworks with my mentor and she was really focused on research so while I could learn more about uh, techniques of research so I spent like uh, two months just doing research and seeing how this is important how we can create a good affinity diagram you know so this was my goal and I feel really glad because it's I, as I share as well the project that I'm most proud about it and yeah so it was really helpful to have someone 
and talk about the last question. I also had every week, like um, every two weeks in my notebook, okay, this week I want to discuss that. I want her to uh, give feedback about it. So I didn't use any trail or notebook, but I use uh, just my own notes and set some goals for a discussion, choose the time for that. For me, I had uh, three goals, mainly that I wanted to, to accomplish during the mentorship program. Uh, the first one was receiving feedback on my current work on qualitative research, which is mostly what I do at Google because I work in a back office application. So of course, the part of talking with the users is the majority of what I do regarding research. Um, and I wanted to know, well, if I'm doing my job well in that area, but also how I could improve it further on, maybe with new methods or something. Then I would like, I also like it to, to receive like an introduction on quantitative research, how to use data and especially how to combine it with a qualitative research. And the third goal was more like a side goal if we will have time for it, because of course three goals is quite a lot. It was more about a product strategy. So how to use those insights to, to share, uh, to, to suggest new epics or influence the product strategy with the roadmaps that we have at Google. Um, and well, in the end, I was very happy because we had the time to touch upon the three of them. Uh, the first one was a recurrent topic in our things, depending on my work. Uh, but then for the other two, we had the specific steps that I could take, tasks that I could complete. And sometimes it was articles, for example, that I could read uh, that helped me to improve on those. In my experience, we didn't really have like that precise goals. As I said, I just wanted to recognize my blind spots. So in that sense, my mentorship was uh, reminding me about therapy. So we just talked a lot about how I built my processes around me. How do I approach certain things? How I communicate with stakeholders? And just by talking through it, my mentor helped me to point out, oh, this is where you're failing, or maybe this is where you can get better. And this, these are the techniques you could use. So it was less uh, a particular goal, but more like becoming a better designer with uh, also recognizing what things I don't see uh, myself. Fair enough. I suppose when it comes to hard skills, it's easier to set these goals. Um, and when, with soft skills, it can be a bit more tricky to phrase them into milestones that you want to reach. But I think this is a good point to also mention that we have a couple articles that we have already written about goals and that can be found on our Medium publication, which we will link to in the show notes. In the meantime, Sophia mentioned that they weren't really using tools like Google Drive and Trello and so on, but what about the rest of you? Did you use any particular tools to make this process easier or keep track of your goals and communication? I create a Google presentation. So every week I have this Google file to keep track of my project, you know? So I start with this problem, so every week, the way Matt, I feel my, my presentation. So in the end, I have a huge document to help me on my portfolio. So that's why it's the way to keep track of what was happening with the Google Slides. That's a very nice one. Actually, Buket, I would like to hear from you as well, since your goal was portfolio related as well. That's a very visual thing. And yet you have a remote mentor. What was that like? I was lucky because my mentor was a, is actually still a senior product designer. So he's too much into the visuals. Yeah, we were using Notion. He was also giving me feedback uh, through Notion as well. So I know that some of you were both mentors and mentees. 
So what was that process like? Did your experience as a mentor aid you in being a better mentee because you saw the things that one could, should do and not maybe? Maybe it has an, an influence, I'm not sure uh, exactly, but I think it's true that if you are a mentor as a mentee, you try to do what at least what you expect from your mentee. Uh, but of course, expectations can be different from person to person. Mm. So for myself as a mentee, well, yeah, I, was, as pre I was preparing everything in advance, as I mentioned. And of course, as a mentor, that's what I was expecting from my mentees to do. And I was very, very lucky because both my mentees uh, were always prepared in advance. Okay. They get some gold stars, I suppose. Of course, this is a four month long program. And especially at a time when some of, some of us are having challenges just showing up to work every day, five days a week in front of a screen all day from our homes. How did you keep your motivation strong to keep going and keep showing up? As a mentor or as a mentee? As a mentee. Well, I think that, you know, you should really have that intrinsic kind of motivation. And that's what I had, you know, I really wanted to get into the design field. In that sense, it was not really that difficult for me to really show up every week, mm -hmm. even though it was recommended to show up once every two weeks. I was also lucky that my mentor, it was also his first time to be a mentor. So he was also very dedicated to this mentorship program. Yeah, for me, I agree with uh, Bukhet. The intrinsic uh, motivation is very important, I think, because that can help you a lot. And of course, another thing that helped me out was uh, the relationship that I have with my mentor. And as I mentioned before, in the end, we became friends. So a lot of times we were just talking about our lives and not so much about work. And that definitely helped to, to show up. I think one thing is like to have a clear goal what you want. Because as Sabrina shared, if you also, as a mentee, you are motivated, you're also going to motivate your mentor. Otherwise, I think you... I will be a mentor for the first time this year, but I think it's also hard. You are a mentor, you want to do things, but your mentee is not motivated, doesn't do the task. So I think it's also nice to try to, to create this clear goal and so you can help and also the mentee can also do whatever should be done to receive feedback and they have this clear goal to, okay, we're gonna do that and that's for motivation. Are you still in touch with your mentors? We know that uh, some yes. people tend to keep it to the program and others tend to keep that relationship going. Okay, that's nice to hear. Do still the weekly calls or have you stretched that out a bit more now that the program is done? Yeah, we did stretch that out because I also started, you know, working as a user researcher. So I also got a bit busy, you know, with the mentorship, right. you really had that kind of time period that you allotted for the mentorship, I guess. And then... When it ended, of course, you don't have that regular meetings anymore. For us, we, we did get, uh, keep the, the regular meetings every two weeks. Uh, but of course, sometimes we cancel or we move it if there is nothing to talk about. But in the end, when Corona was a bit better, we also met in person. And actually, sometimes now we, we meet for lunch or for dinner also with uh, her husband and my boyfriend. Uh, so that's also like a more relaxed meeting that is not about work it's just about life and random stuff <laughs> but oh, it's also very good. nice okay if there's no more input we have been talking for a while so i'm gonna slowly start wrapping up this session with two final questions 
The first one of that is for new mentees, what would be your tip to get the most out of this program? What should they do? I wrote an article on that. <laughs> Please go. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will link to. Okay, <laughs> I would say that the most important for me was to uh, clearly understand uh, what to expect. So then it's not abstract that I will become better after this mentorship program. It's more for me that I want to learn this and that, and I want to get this feedback. So then uh, you manage uh, your expectations and in the end, you are still satisfied with the outcome. Just writing down this brief plan before starting and then checking in between if you're still on, on the rails to your goals then I think it's a key to success. Yeah, I agree with, uh, with Daria on that. I think uh, having some clear goals that, of course, your mentor can help you out to shape properly, but at least have this initial idea of what you want to improve and try to make it realistic because in the end, it's only four months. It's not a long time. Uh, it's something that will really help you out to, to improve and keep the motivation as well. And do your homework. <laughs> I think sometimes we all get like really tempted, especially like after, as you said, a uh, really long working day and then you don't have your homework and then you're like, oh, maybe we can skip this meeting. Uh, then you skip another one and then, uh, yeah, you can lose touch, which is probably not what you want and not what we want as well. You're sounding like a teacher there, but yes, agreed, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and okay, so you've all been mentees and you know what that's like and maybe your mentors were great and you love them so this doesn't have to go to them but what would be tips that you can give a new mentor how should they go about it yeah i have a feeling that uh, a mentor should be uh, open so uh, not everybody getting everything from the first time so you need to be patient you should to be open to try multiple techniques to explain to certain points and uh, listen to your mentee and provide them the help they need and maybe brainstorm together on the goals Sometimes it's it's a bit hard to tell what exactly I need, but if you if you sit together and discuss what are you looking at, uh, a mentor can also help uh, from the position of experience or what direction you might take in your development and what can be your next steps. That is a very good point. You don't have to show up with your goals ready for the first call, having figured out everything. Your mentor can help you with that. And I think it probably helps also to have that first call to be a bit more relaxed and just getting to know the other person as a person before you start diving more into the concrete things of the goals and the planning and the scheduling and all of that. And I think this is a good place to end it, but I'm going to give you one last moment to shout anything you may want to add if you feel like there's anything we're missing that you may want to share with the rest of the community. I think it's always good to mention that we are still on the look for mentors. So mentors, if you feel like joining, it's there's still uh, time to do that. So last call, no, no pressure, but uh, come on, join. And if you feel like you know someone who would make a great mentor, but they just don't know it yet, feel free to give them a nudge, let them know that we are doing this. And we're also happy to help mentors with their first experience, getting used to mentoring at all and gaining those leadership skills as well. So that would definitely be very helpful to us and all the mentees that are looking for a match. So ladies, thank you all for your time. And for anyone that is listening to us, stay tuned for more episodes. We'll be talking to mentors as well. We'll be sharing more information about the program itself. In about a week, we'll start with the matching. So then you'll hear from us with some emails also, and a kickoff is coming up, hopefully. All right. Um, 
this is, I think, also a good time to give everyone listening a status update on what is currently happening with the mentorship program and what to expect coming up. So, Buket, can you provide us with some insight into that? Yes, we got a lot of registrations for mentees. Unfortunately, some bad news to put that one on hold for a bit until we get more mentor registrations. If you happen to know more mentors or happen to know more senior designers who would like to mentor, please let them know so we can open them mentee registrations again. We will try our best to match as many people as we can, but we would appreciate your help and nudge within the community as well. Can you also tell us a bit about what mentors and mentees should expect? What's going to happen from now onwards? Um, basically, we're still waiting for more mentor registrations. And from next week onwards, we will start matching. After we are done with the matching, you can expect to receive an email with whom you're matched. Yeah, after that, somewhere mid-April, we're planning a kickoff event. Stay tuned. And make sure you are in our Slack community, but you will also get emails with these events and the updates. And a question that we often get is, will help be provided? What will I do as part of this mentorship program? Uh, well, we have written some articles on that, both for mentors as for mentees. And uh, when you register, you already received an email actually with the links. So uh, please check those ones out. And I will also write more articles and I would like to ask actually previous mentors and mentees to also submit some articles if they have, or if they want to share their stories with me, I would also be glad to write them for them to share it with the whole community. So indeed, we would love to hear more about what the community has done in previous editions of the mentorship program so it can shine a light for the new signups as well. And stay tuned for your matches. And please tell people that they can be mentors. Send them our way as well. See you in the next episode.